Hey, this is H1. We're going to be running it back with another episode talking about chess knowledge, chess wisdom, and chess understanding. Today, we're going to be discussing this article that I found on the top 10 chess quotes, and I'm just going to give you my ideas on it, and we're just going to go from there and see where the article takes us. So just sit back and relax and enjoy the H1 show, baby. Next segment. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Okay, let's start on this article on the top 10 chess quotes. And the first quote is by Simon Williams, and it says, The beauty of chess is it can be whatever you want it to be. It transcends language, age, race, religion, politics, gender, and socioeconomic background. Whatever your circumstances, anyone can enjoy a good fight to the death over the chessboard. I don't know about to the death, you know, I don't, (laughs) I'm not sacrificing my life over a chess game. No, but I get it though. When I sit across from somebody, I don't really care what their background is. All I care is about demolishing their mind. And that brings people together because in some sort of weird way, you kind of form some type of connection with that person because you understand, okay, they like that opening for a reason because they're trying to uh, avoid this and things of that nature, right? And in any chess tournament that I went to, I've always made more friends, especially if I was playing in the chess tournaments. I've always made more friends because we have this common hobby that we all like, that we all enjoy, and we're trying to be the best at it. So I get why, I get how like this can be a beautiful aspect of chess because nothing else matters. And it doesn't matter which country you're from, what race you are. You're just, hey, you're just enjoying the game like everybody else trying to destroy each other. Some poetic way. But anyway, let's get to the next one. Actually, it it gives a background of why the quote was even said. This quotation describes chess as a bridge between people used as a common. And let's just move on to the next quote. The next quote is from Sigbert um, Tarash, and it says here, Chess, like love, like music, has the power to make men happy. Yes, specifically men. Chess is only for men. It makes men happy. No, that's that's not what he meant. He, he just meant for people who play chess. Um, I think he was an old, old older grandmaster. Let me look up how old he was. Let me look up how... How long ago did he live? Okay, so he was born March 5th, 1862, and he died on February 17th, 1934. This was an old quote, you know, just based on the times that um, only men probably played chess. But yeah, um, this is a short one, but it makes sense too. Um, A lot of people view chess as a hobby that makes them happy. Nobody just watch watches chess in like anger. If you're watching chess in anger or you're disappointed, then you shouldn't be playing chess. You should just go away and do another hobby. But when you see 
all those people waiting for one move to happen in a four-hour game in the World Chess Championship, you know that people are somewhat entertained. And just knowing that a 64-square chessboard can do that for so many millions of people in the world is amazing in itself. But anyway, third quote. Play the opening like a book, the middle game like a magician, and the end game like a machine. And this was by Rudolf Spielman. It, yeah, yeah, makes complete sense. And especially nowadays, Spielman was, um, I forgot how, I forgot if he was an oldie or a modern chess player. I know he's an older chess player. I just don't know how old. Let me, let me look it up right quick. I have time to just, you know, just sit back and relax. You know, we're just, we're just vibing. <laughs> is that, is that what the kids are saying? We just vibing. We're chilling. Rudolph. Uh, Rudolph. Well, I guess it really doesn't matter exactly how old the chess players were. He was Australian. And yeah. 1883 was born. He died in 1942. Definitely short lifespans back then. But anyway, so it makes sense to play the opening like a book. You're basically supposed to memorize all these openings, um, especially in this time today, in this modern time. You you really can't get better at chess without um, understanding what's going on in the opening anymore. You can't just guess what's going on. And the middle game, play like a magician. And, you know, magician, you coming in with the surprise, coming in with the energy. Um, what else does magicians do? I don't I don't know. I don't know. But you get it. And then the end game. Yeah, you got to be robotic when it comes to the end game. You, sh- you shouldn't be questioning what you're doing in any end game. And if you're not exactly correct and, he- and you're like one move short, then you can definitely lose um, chess games that easily, especially if you're going against a really good player. You think Magnus Carlsen became the best for blundering end games? Nah, he, he mostly went end games. Next quote is by Gary Kasparov. I used to attack because it was the only thing I knew. Now I attack because I know it works best. <laughs> excellent quote, excellent quote. And he explains it. It is no coincidence that this quote comes from one of the greatest attacking players the chess world has ever seen. Apart from his deep opening preparation, Kasparov was well known throughout his career for his aggressive playing style and his ability to calculate in complex positions. Whenever he reached a promising attacking position on the board, his rivals knew they would have a tough time. And so, yeah, Kasparov proved this quote by itself because nobody likes to defend. You always want to be, most likely you want to be on the attacking side of the board, not the defending person, because it takes a lot of effort to defend. You have to get over your nervousness and you have to have nerves of steel pretty much. And not a lot of people have nerves of steel. Even um, grandmasters, elite grandmasters do not like being attacked because of this, because of this option, this feeling that you have to get over that, oh snap, I might be losing. So... Yeah, you want to be on the attacking side. And that just goes to my point, which I've been preaching throughout this whole podcast, that you got to be aggressive to overwhelm your opponent, to make them blunder or do an inaccuracy so that you can get a winning position 
then you can go for a checkmate. That's the game plan. That's the goal in chess. In every chess game, that in that order, that's what you're supposed to be doing. Let's let's get through this. Um, this next quote, give me a difficult positional game. I will play it, but totally one positions. I cannot stand them. Makes sense because at least with a difficult position, you have like things to calculate. Um, you you kind of know what you're supposed to be doing. You kind of got a, a air of things. What's what's going on? But with the totally one position is if there's too many winning options, then you get lost in the sauce and then you got to keep your emotions down. And what's another thing that happens? You, you basically over you underestimate your opponent at that time. And it's really hard to just keep your emotions in control and to do the right moves at that moment. It's, you know what sucks when you're in a completely winning position and then you do a move and then you realize, oh, snap, that just gave my opponent a little bit of activity that I didn't want them to get. And then you're just you're basically fighting yourself when you when you're in a one position. And that's the only thing that is crap about. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's better to be in winning positions than not. But at the same time, there's a lot of things that you have to deal with as you face stronger opponents. Next quote. And that was by that last quote was by Hein Donor. The next quote is by Sir Sir Segbert uh, Taraj. He says, "Up to this point, White has been following well-known analysis, but now he makes a fatal error. He begins to use his own head." Right. Okay. So this chess quote. Um, let me just read the article. This chess quote is quite funny and still very up to date. When preparing for a game, many chess players rely on computer evaluations, learn uh, long enforcing lines by heart, but only have a superficial understanding of the position. As soon as the opponent plays an unexpected move, they have to rely on their own resources. Yes, that's why you got to understand the openings. You got to um, if you can't teach that opening that you're playing, then you don't understand it to the point of where, oh snap, I can be comfortable with still playing that opening if my opponent does a weird sideline, which is going to happen when you face tougher opponents. Next quote, we got one bad move nullifies 40 good moves. Yeah, one blunder can pretty much, and yeah, one blunder can pretty much, um, what's the word I'm trying to get at, (laughs) Can, can damage the whole game. It can set you back the whole game. And so that's why, you know, hey, keep the blunders less. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's still good to do those good moves. But just know that, hey, if you do 40 good moves and then blunder your queen, then it's up. You're, you're done. And Grand Masters will not feel sorry for you at all. Okay, we got three more quotes. The next one is, nope. Oh, the last one was by Bernard. Bernhard Horwitz. The next quote, nobody ever won a chess game by resigning. Severely on Tartakower, which is a very famous chess quote. That's why I always tell you, play the full game. Don't be hesitating. Don't be um, going for draws all the time. Most of these chess players, most of these um, national masters, international masters do not know how to play the end game. Not correctly. And if you can capitalize on that, then hey, you know, that's a win that you can be that's a win that you could be getting instead of just getting half a point for it. 
don't treat these people don't treat other humans like they're perfect at chess treat them like they're doing a mistake and then you will find more opportunities in a chess game Uh, next quote by nigel short if your opponent offers you a draw try to work try to work out why he thinks he's worse off yeah if somebody offers you a draw just just have in your head ah yeah they they think that they're worse especially if there's a lot of pieces on the board that is a big giveaway that hey you could probably you could probably win this that you can assume that they're nervous and yeah just say no whoever offers to draw first is definitely taking a big um liability in the psychological warfare that happens over a chessboard and then the last quote by Gary Kasparov, hard work is a talent. The ability to keep trying when others quit is a talent. Yep. So, yeah, that's how Magnus Carlsen came the best because he never quit trying. And um, people like Bobby Fischer and Gary Kasparov, they definitely had um, a hard work ethic, especially when becoming the best, especially Bobby Fischer. We already know how Bobby Fischer studied in a completely silent room in his bedroom um, at a really young age. And that's how he became one of the youngest grandmasters in the whole world. And so, yeah, these quotes are pretty good. Uh, Hopefully these quotes have hit some people's hearts um, of my audience. And yeah, I appreciate every single, I I appreciate every single one of these. And I'm glad that we have it today to just (laughs) marvel over pretty much. All right, let's get to the conclusion. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yep. Hopefully that motivated you to keep on learning how to play chess, keep on improving, because I already know how it is to be at like a stable um, rating where you think that you're not improving. But there's going to be one day, one day where you're going to be like, oh, snap, I finally connected the dots. Wow, I'm finally putting everything together. I can see checkmates in like a half a second. I can see these patterns coming to mind. And once you're to that point, then it becomes a different game. Then you can start having fun. Then you can start going online. Then you can start going to chess tournaments and getting the first place medal. And then I'm going to be that person that's like, that guy, he probably listened to my podcast because that's all I preach. That's all I talk about. (laughs) So thank you for listening. And if you haven't yet, please, please push the follow button so that you can stay notified on the next time that I put out a podcast episode. You're at the right place and peace.